Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer visit our website donnaeed.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort together let's make your podcasting vision a success in today's podcast we're going to look at the top five tools i use in my business let's go Welcome back to the Wedding Procast UK. My name is Donna and I am your host. Today we are going to look at five of the tools that I use in my business to help things run a little smoother and save me time um, and get the job done. So number one on my list and probably the tool that I use the most is Canva and I use Canva Pro. Um, There is good reason why I decided to buy Canva. Um, I use it every single day. I don't think there is a day, I wish they had a log of when you logged in to your Canva account because I log in every single day. I'm pretty sure multiple times a day. So I use Canva to do all of my scheduling. I used to use Later, but they then made that a paid program. Um, You only get sort of 10 now. You used to get a post every day with Later um, as a free free, um, account. And now they've made it so that you only get 10 posts a month for a free account, which doesn't help most people who want to post at least once a day. So I already had Canva Pro at that point and Canva Pro have now bought in a scheduling element. So I can now schedule directly from Canva to my social medias, which is much easier. I can do all of the um, different platforms that I want to do and it just makes it a lot easier that I don't have to then download them to my computer to upload them to later. So that has saved me a lot of time. so that is a plus point of Canva Pro. I, I've i had Canva Pro for a very long time, so I'm, I'm not sure what the differences are now bar the original differences. So obviously you have more access to using different elements, photos, graphics, etc. when you have the Pro account. Um, so you have that ability when you've paid for Canva, whereas before you pay for it, you're very limited on the graphics and photos that you can use without the watermark appearing. So that is initially why I purchased Canva Pro. Now Canva Pro has grown a lot since I started um, using Canva Pro, which means that a lot of new things have come in and I don't know the difference between the free version and the pro version when it comes to that. So I don't know that you can schedule on the free version 
but please feel free to correct me on that because I'm really not sure. I absolutely love Canva uh, for its simplicity, its ease of use and the variety. You can now add music to your posts, you can add video clips in, you can do lots of different things with Canva. So it's a really, really great graphical um, visual tool to use. And I think in our industry, it is a really, really great tool to have. So I also use it for creating documents, um, invoices. I use it to create my free downloads. I use it to create booklets. Um, it has. It is very versatile. You can design your flyers in there, your business cards. I designed my business cards in there and had them printed. Um, so there are lots of different um, uses for Canva, which make it an absolutely perfect all-in-one kind of scenario for your graphics um, at a very reasonable price. So I will leave a link to Canva in my show notes for you. It is an affiliate link because I believe in the product and the, the software that much. So if you are interested, you can go and click that link down below. Now, the second item that I um, tool that I use, sorry, is Calendly. There are lots of variations of Calendly out there. Calendly is the one that I um, started with and liked and stuck with. But there is also Acuity and there are many other different ones that I don't know anything about because I've never looked into them because I found Calendly and I really liked it. But I've heard some of my friends use Acuity as well. So this is a um, appointment booking tool. So you can offer out time slots, you can book it in your diary and you can send a link to somebody and they can book in with you. Now, the great thing about Calendly is that you can market that it's a Zoom call or a phone call or a location-based meeting. So it's not just an online thing, you can actually take it offline. But what this means is that when you are looking at booking in couples for their initial meetings, um, follow-up meetings or anything like that, you can send them a link, they can see when you're available and they can book it. It takes away all of that back and forth. How about Monday or Tuesday? And they go, oh, I can't do Monday and Tuesday. And you go, well, I've got a slot free on Thursday. And they're like, oh, yeah, great. Okay, what time? And then they go, three o'clock. And then your clients go, oh, no, we're not available in the afternoon. All of that is gone. You give them one link, they can go through your calendar, find the nearest available spot that suits their needs and book it right then and there. Saves so much of the back and forth. Um, and it's just it's a very professional element to have in your business. Um, so you may think that, oh, yeah, but that takes the personalization out of it. You know, you don't get that um, interaction with them. Well, a lot of interaction that's wasting your time is no good for anybody. You can always send them an email or a text or um, give them a quick call and say, thanks, seen that you've booked it. Can't wait to see you. You can still add those personal elements in, even if you are using a professional tool. So you can also have Calendly um, embedded on your website. So you can have like you can embed a link on your website um, for an initial consultation. So if you turn around and say give out 
30 minute free consultations to people. You can have that link embedded on your website so people can book it straight from your website without having to email you or contact you. The third one that I use is Zoom. And Zoom has been something that I think a lot of people never touched um, until we hit 2020. And then it became almost everybody's mode of communicating with people. And Zoom were very generous in allowing you to have a free account that gave you um, time. And I think that there was a period during it where they didn't have any limits on anything. Um, I could be wrong, but I know that a friend of mine didn't pay for it, but there was three or four of us on the call and we could be on for hours. So um, there's definitely an advantage to paying for it. And now, now that we have kind of come out the other side of the pandemic, Zoom have now changed it that you only get 40 minutes free for a one-to-one, like however many people you've got. So it used to be if it was just you and one other person, you could have, you'd be on there as long as you wanted. You could be on a call for three hours if you wanted, and that was free. Now they've changed it. So they used to have it that if you had three people on, you only got 40 minutes, and that is now the blanket. You get 40 minutes free. If you want to spend more time with somebody, you have to pay. So they did have an offer that I think has ended now where you could get 50% off for six months of their initial plan. Um, I signed up with that because obviously I do my podcasts um, with uh, guests and those podcasts are done through Zoom. And that means that I need it to be at least an hour that I'm getting with them. So on the old system, it used to work for me. I didn't have to pay for it, but now I pay for Zoom. But that actually gives me an advantage of when I'm doing my workshops. So I've got my um, Start Your Podcast from Scratch workshop coming up at the end of June. That will be linked in the show notes as well. You can now come onto Zoom with me and do that rather than sitting in a live stream or something like that in a private group. So it just helps um, with those things. So I pay for Zoom. I've got it for the six months. I'll see how it goes. There may be the option for me to look at alternatives that might work better for the podcasting element. Um, but I've got a few months to research that. So Zoom is something that I've always used. I use it for my one to one networking. I network with a lot of people that don't live in the same town as me. So um, I use it for that. I use it for my podcasts and um, I use it to host a monthly networking meeting as well. So it's really useful. The fourth one that I use, I did get that right. I was like, oh no, that wasn't four. The fourth one that I use is MailChimp. Now I have been a MailChimp user for, I want to say probably 10 years now. Definitely got to be coming up to about 10 years. I have been a MailChimp user and I loved MailChimp when it first came out. I loved the graphics. I loved its the, the vibe. Um, they changed the graphics. I didn't like the graphics so much, but you know, 
I was already in there, my stuff's in there. I like what they've done with journeys and, and different elements that they've added in over time, um, tools wise and automation wise. Um, it's a really useful thing to have. And if you are building an audience of any kind, having an email list is really, really important. Now, I am a big fan of Amy Porterfield and she says the money is in your list. And the thing with social media, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, is you could click your fingers and social media could disappear tomorrow. And if that happened, how would you reach the people that you've connected with? So we had, I think it was Facebook went down for 24 hours um, a, a month or two ago and everybody was just like, oh my God, what's going on? Um, I was actually quite relieved. It meant I didn't have to post. Um, but it did cause a lot of anxiety for some people with what's going on, what's happening, um, and you couldn't, couldn't reach your audience. Um, if you have an email list, you can reach them. You own your email list. You don't own the social media platforms. So getting people onto an email list is really important. Um, with our industry, we have, and I've said this before, we've got a finite amount of time with our clients. Uh, it's not like a lot of other businesses where you can get somebody on your email list, you can nurture them over a couple of years, and then they might come and join you on one of your free courses and then they might buy something from you and then they might buy again and then they become a customer for life. You don't get that with weddings um, for obvious reasons. So we have a period of time that from when they get engaged to when they get married and that little little space of time in their lives is all we have. Now if you can get them on your email list as early as possible you have got the most amount of time to connect with them, to uh, give them a good feel of your personality and who you are, how you can help them and let them make that informed decision. Now, obviously, those decisions aren't being made on the day of their wedding. So that brings your time again, shorter. So we need to make sure that when we are getting people on our email list, we are connecting with them regularly. So I always recommend emailing once a week. Um, I think that is important. And that doesn't have to be emailing them your blog, it can be, um, but it could be a tip. Hey, I've just spoken to a couple and this situation came up and I thought, oh, other people might be going through that. This is what I told them to do. Giving them hints and tips and things like that, just so that they can get to know the type of person you are through your emails. Obviously, sending them to your social media so that they can perhaps catch you on a live, maybe sending them a link to a live in your email so they can get to know and hear you in person. This all helps to build your character in their eyes and they will be able to find out whether they want to work with you or not. So having access to their inbox is really, really important. So definitely MailChimp is one that I pay for. Um, you, There is a free account with MailChimp, I believe, but I just 
for whatever reason, it doesn't work for me. I think I've got too many subscribers to my email list for it to work. And you just get access to all of those kind of automations. So I've said previously that if you have got an email list, you can actually write out a set of emails that go out that just go on rotation because you can knock people off your email list once they're married. Um, you can send the same emails out all the time. Um, you can put somebody in at the beginning of your funnel and you send them week one email, week two email, week three email um, until they have gone through all of those emails. And then um, by the end of it, they've made their decision on who they're working with and you can remove them from your email list. Um, so that's another way of keeping your costs down with MailChimp as well, because they have it that however many people you've got on your list, there's different brackets and the price goes up with the number of people you've got on your list. You can keep your list fairly small because once they get married, they don't need to be on your list anymore. Um, now you can, if you offer something outside of the wedding industry, for example, if you are a florist and you um, do floristry outside of weddings as well. You may have an alternate list that you add these people to if they like so that you can perhaps send them a reminder a month before their anniversary to the groom to get buying some flowers from you or something like that. So there are some people that will want to stay connected with those people to make those kind of offers a florist, photographer, cake maker, things like that. Um, but wedding dress supplier probably doesn't need a bride on their email list once they're married. Um, same with attire, groom's attire, um, wedding transport. These are things that you're not likely to get repeat business from your couple for those particular services. So you don't need them on your email list. You can keep it smaller, which means that you can keep it cheaper. So number five is my one free tool that I use um, and I use it every single day and that is my Google suite. So I use Google for my emails. So I've got a Gmail account. Um, all of my business emails come into that Gmail account. I use Google Docs. I use Google Sheets. Um, I use Google Forms. So I use a lot of the Google um, software um, rather than Microsoft because I don't have Microsoft on my laptop. And what I like about um, Google is that I, it's on my phone, it's on my iPad, it's on my laptop, it's on my PC. I can access it from wherever I am and it is just all there folded away in its um, system. So I don't have to worry about you know, doing something in one place and then having to download it or email it to myself so that I can put it into the folders that it needs to be in. So I just love how Google works across all of my platforms. I like how Google Forms can be embedded in different places and I can get responses from people on those. Um, I enjoy numbers and I do my accounting, um, my um, expenses and things like that in Google Sheets, um, which works just like Excel. And Google Docs is where I write my outlines for my podcasts and my questions for my guests and things like that. So I really find Google um, is really useful. The other thing that I use, and I use it 
every single day is my Google Calendar. So my Google Calendar is linked to my Calendly. So if I have put in Calendly that I'm available on Fridays for one-to-ones and I send that out. If there is something that comes up on a Friday that I want to do, I put it in my calendar, I mark that I'm busy and then Calendly knows not to book any one-to-ones in there even though I've said Fridays I'm free. Um, so I love the way they work together, it really helps. Um, I also use Google Meets with my accountability buddy. We meet on uh, on Google Meets for those conversations and they go straight into my Google Calendar as well. Um, I really just love the Google, the whole of Google um, suite there using all of those different software programs they have within it. So those are my top five tools that I use in my business. So we have Canva Pro, Calendly, Zoom, MailChimp and Google Suite. All of those will be linked down below for you if you have not used them, if you want to go and check them out. Um, let me know, are there any tools in there that you use or are there tools that you use that I don't use that you think I should check out? I would love to know. I am always up for improving my systems, improving my processes to streamline my business. So I hope some of these will help you streamline yours. Until next week, bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.